I'm Aria Schwartz, along with my co-host for today, Pat Ralph, and welcome to the WNBA Insider Show. Each week, we cover different topics important to the W, using X's and O's, along with key stats to bring honest and critical analysis. Not necessarily a hot topic, but a mind-boggling topic. The Dallas Wings on a little bit of a skid of recent, and and in all honesty, just a head-scratcher. I mean, this team has some amazing highs. You have two players who at their peak are MVP candidates in Skylar Diggins-Smith and Liz Cambage. You have the length in Glory Johnson and Azrae Stevens all aboard the hype train. You have young players, uh, Ariel Powers, scratch that, sorry. Uh, you got young players in, in uh, <laughs> sorry, I had to do it, Kayla Davis, and, and, and you know, um, you have all these young players, Alicia Gray, Taylor Hill, I mean, you, uh, Kale Thornton, that's what I was getting confused on. It's it's mind-boggling, and I said this before the season, I, I want to preface this episode before we get into it, Pat, with I love Fred Williams. He's an amazing person. He's a great coach. A bow ties. Uh, his, his style, I mean, we, we talked about this, wanting to do some fun stuff around All-Star break, um, you know, best dress coach and all that jazz and and then we all realized you know it's like yeah kurt miller and uh and nikki are probably like next level or like right up there but i i can't vote for anybody other than fred but at the end of the day it's about wins it's and maybe he's an amazing coach that just couldn't get this team to work at the end of the day i said this before the season if this team is not by is not fighting for a top four spot not fighting for you know arguably that 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 buy uh, you got to drop the coach, especially, and that was before I even had a real grasp of the dominance of Liz Cambage. So now I'm sitting here and I'm going, this team's 500. All right. They're basically on, on pace to be the same record they were last year. And you have an MVP candidate, someone who has dominated, someone who set the record for most points in a game. Pat, talk to me. I mean, like, and, and, and not to, to harp on Fred, but there were some questionable calls throughout the season where I'm just like, why is that the lineup you have in? For instance, a great example was the lineup that was in for the end of the Mystics-Wings game. Defensively, I wasn't so against the lineup. But then you come in and you called a play that seemed to be a play for a three ball uh, to win the game instead of tying it. And it just didn't seem to me that that was the lineup that you should have gone with. Well, Pat, your thoughts on on the Wolves? Yeah, yeah. So I think with Dallas, I mean, it's very interesting you bring up, you mentioned before, alluded to it, you didn't say specifically, but the trade between the Mystics and the Wings. You saw Ariel Powers go from Dallas to Washington. Taylor Hill goes from D.C. out to DFW. Um, I think it's ironic that since that trade has happened, Dallas hasn't won a game. Um, I don't know if it's a – I just like – I just think, again, I'm not saying it – Ariel Powers is the reason why they're losing. I just think it's something to point out that I think it's interesting that that is a trend that's happened. They have not won since that trade has been made. Um, they have struggled. Um, let's look at what – like you look at a common thread. I don't get to see the wings every night. And, you know, I know you don't get to see them all the time either. Our resident expert is Dorothy Gentry. So I know that if I get anything wrong, she'll let me know. And she's our go-to wings expert. So if you guys want to know anything and everything about what's going on with Dallas – Hit her up, follow her. She's great. But let me give you what I think is going on with this team. Um, I think the problem with this team right now is they've always kind of had this problem. This was the problem last year. 
is, um, you know, they have a lot of turnovers. They turn the ball over a lot. They play really sloppy. They play very young. They play very inexperienced. They just play, play, play very loosey-goosey. And that's the characteristics for me of a young team. That's also the characteristics of a team that's not very well coached. It's un, an undisciplined team. Because if you're disciplined, you're not turning the ball over like that. It reminds me a lot of, again, an apology for an NBA analogy, but it reminds me a lot of the Golden State Warriors before Steve Kerr came in and a lot of the veterans that they signed came in to complement the young players that they had drafted. They brought those in and it kind of grew them up a bit. The discipline was established and look where they are now. Dallas is kind of in that mold where they've turned the ball over a lot and stuff like here I am. Like let me go through every game, this five-game losing streak. 11 turnovers, then they turn the ball over 12 times, then they turned it over 15 times, then they turned it over 21 times in that loss to the fever, which is just egregious. And then they turned it over another 13 times uh, the other day against Washington. This is a team that's just – they're free-falling right now. Just a, It feels like it was just a couple weeks ago, not even two weeks ago, Aria. We were talking about how Dallas seemed to be hitting their stride. They seem to be the most dangerous team in the league. Um, I think they were on a – they were on what? A one, two, three, four, five, six-game winning streak? Five-game winning streak? They won seven of eight. They were playing arguably their best – they were playing their best basketball this season. And now they've just come cratering down. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with this team. It's concerning. But as we've said, we've talked about this before, they could just turn it on all of a sudden and this team could knock – they could be a lethal team and knock someone off in the playoffs. But they're so inconsistent. And I think it goes back to what you said. A lot of it lends to the coaching. Yeah, and, and it sucks because, like we've said, he's a nice guy. But there's so many times with this team where I'm just left scratching my head. I mean – they have the ability to literally, and, and I've talked about this to you, I've talked about this to Rachel, to Dorothy, to so many other people who cover the league. This is a team that literally can play any type of ball. All right, if, if you take Liz Cambage out of the equation, this is a team that will still give the Sparks trouble. This is a team that will still give the Storm trouble. This is a team that has the length, has the speed to run the ball in the driver's seat. And in fact, you know, looking back at, at the game, uh, against the Mystics where there is a point where they kind of got a lull and then they really picked up. They had a horrible first half, a great second half. And then at the end of the game, they have a bit of a lead. They blow the lead. And and at one point, they were just like, literally, they would get the ball, they'd throw it, football passes down the court, easy layups, or they just push the ball, easy shots. And there's the one of the last plays I saw, Skyler gets the ball and she tried to throw it in towards Liz. And they were moving so fast that they weren't able to slow down and just kind yeah. of say, hey, wait a second. And, and even even if that play completes and Liz gets the ball and puts it in the bucket and we're tied, that was too quick of a play because that gives enough time for the next team to get a chance to set right. up a real play. So for me, there was a lot of questions in that. And I think that loss on that play, and as hard as it is to say, and obviously Skyler took it this way, that was more so on her. She kind of took that very personally, and that was more so on her, and I, I get that. But at the end of the day, there's just so many times where you're left scratching your head. You have to, at some point, point at the coach. And and people are talking, Fred Williams, I mean, I've, I've been getting fans messaging me throughout the whole season. He needs to go, he needs to go, he needs to go. The man is coaching for his career yes, right now. Yes, and that's the thing is 
I mean, he's on the hot seat. I mean, it's obvious because I think if they bring another coach in who can bring some discipline to this team and, and have them play within themselves and not, as you said, they're playing all out of sorts and turning the ball over and all out of whack, they're going to find someone who can do that, who can kind of right the ship here. Um, because I think they realize they know they have the talent that can win and they can play with the best teams when they play well. But they're so inconsistent because of they, they, they just, they're, they're, they're almost playing too fast, like you said. Um, and another thing, too, which has to be mentioned as well, is the defense has taken a step back. The defense, they were a top-four defensive team in the league, and they've taken a step back now. Um, and I think that has been the problem as well. They're, they're scoring. They're not having a problem scoring and getting the ball off the floor. The problem has been the turnovers. It's been sloppy play, and they've their discipline defensively has been off. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see. Again, they're kind of a they're – a, they're, they're a, they're a um, you know – you don't know what team you're going to get. They're a Jekyll and Hyde team. That's the way I was looking for. They're Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know what you're going to get. They could come out and they could blitz you and they could end up beating you by 20, 25 points. They could come out there and lay an egg and lose by 20 and 25 themselves. So they're so finicky. They're not a team I'd put money on if you're betting them teams to the playoffs because they're just so inconsistent. But if they were able to kind of right the ship here in the last few games and click, and if they're playing well when Cam Beige is just unstoppable like she was – at that peak a couple weeks ago, not a fun team to run into. Not at all. Not not at all. And then I'm just going to leave it at that because I mean that's all we really got to say. They're they're a team that at their at their high at their ceiling they could be WNBA champions. I don't know if I could trust them in a three games in a three or a five or any game series to be honest. Um, so for me, you know, it, it's quite interesting. We'll see how it goes. But this has been the WNBA Insider Show. I'm Aria Schwartz, along with my co-host, Pat Ralph. Each week, each episode, different topics important to the WNBA.